Israel is going to see a great revival, I believe. In Numbers 23 and verse 19, it says, God is not a man that he should lie. In Isaiah 55 and verse 11, he says, My word will not return unto me void. In Psalm 89 and verses 30 to 37, it says, God is faithful to his word. Buddy, if it's in there, you can put it in the bank. God's Word is the force that moved Nehemiah's people to revival. I said God's Word is the force that moved Nehemiah's people to revival. They heard the Word. Their hearts were pricked. They repented, and God gave them an outpouring. And in chapter 9, they were moved to that commitment of revival, that covenant of revival. And that's what happens whenever God stirs us up. We are moved to a greater commitment of ourselves to Him. He gave His Word in the Old Covenant, but He also gave His Word in the New Covenant. In the New Covenant has to do with the fulfillment of God's Word. And He signed that New Covenant in His own blood. God has given His Word on revival. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 17, and it shall come to pass in the last days that I will pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. And then God brings His plan to pass. You see, the covenant of revival, God's plan is that God initiates it. God gives His Word on it. And then God brings it to pass. I said God initiates it. God gives His Word on it. And then God brings it to pass. In the Old Covenant, God gave Israel the land. He gave them the kingdom. And He gave them David as their king. But Israel backslid. They went into captivity in Babylon where they came from at this point in the book of Nehemiah to rebuild Jerusalem. Beloved, there's times when we as individuals or even as churches, we have to go through a process of sifting that the Word of God might purify and the Holy Spirit of God might burn within us like fire to make us what we ought to be, that we might come forth pure as gold, tried and proven and full of fire and full of the Holy Ghost. And God said He would bring them back into the land, and He did. And the one thing that the captivity did for Israel was it cured them of idolatry. Never again did Israel follow after pagan gods or idols. See, God's plan worked. Under Nehemiah, the walls were rebuilt. Revival came to Jerusalem in the New Covenant. God's plan was to bring blessing to all the people in Christ. That was His plan all along. The Gospels tell us of how God was in Christ Jesus, reconciling all of us to Himself, and that in Christ He has blessed us according to Ephesians chapter 1 with all... Read that with me. We just better go back to Ephesians chapter 1 and read this. He has blessed us with all blessings, all spiritual blessings. Look at it in verse number 3 of Ephesians chapter 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Where? In heavenly places in Christ. Hallelujah. What blessing, what spiritual blessing is there that we desire tonight? The Bible says that God has got a plan for it. It's ready. God initiated the plan. He gave His Word on it. And then He brings it to pass. Ephesians says He's already blessed us with those spiritual blessings. Hebrews 9, 15 to 17 tells us about how Christ, through His death, you need to read it with me, Hebrews 9 and verses 15 to 17, tell us how that Jesus, through His death, has willed us or given us this covenant. Read it with me. Hebrews 9 and verse 15. And for this cause... 
He is the mediator of the new covenant, the New Testament, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgression that were under the first testament, that they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. For where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a testament is a force after men are dead. Otherwise, it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. Whereupon, neither the first testament was dedicated without blood. For when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and of goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the testament which God hath enjoined unto you. Moreover, he sprinkled with blood the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sins. It was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ has put the plan into operation. We are the recipients of all spiritual blessings. Well, what is our part? What do we do? God's done His part. He's finished the work. What do we do? What do we have to do?